Good morning. I hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Monday morning. It's a new, brand new day. Uh, there's a song by Goki was his last name, a new day. But uh, uh, this is uh, the first Monday after time change. And I don't know about you, but I did not want to get out of bed this morning. <laughs> it was very, very difficult. I feel like I've been hit by a Mack truck. I was like, what? I did not want to get up. I guess we lost that hour. It caught up somehow, some way. But uh, I know at least Washington County Schools are out tomorrow. So hopefully uh, they get a little extra sleep in uh, tomorrow morning at least. Uh, but I do hope everybody is doing well. And it is a brand new day. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And uh, so uh, whatever happened yesterday, if it was bad, we got a brand new day to start over again. So praise God for that. Mondays do not have to be miserable. Remember, life is what you make it. If you want to be walking around miserable, mad, angry, and upset, that's exactly how your day is going to be. If you face it with dread, but if you face it with joy, face it with your eyes focused on the Lord, your day will be full and complete, and you'll have a much better day. So uh, if you got a boss or uh, that's not fun to work with, uh, just pray for them. Pray for the Lord to help you. Find a way to deal with it, you know. We're always going to have to deal with difficult people. It's not fun. I know Jennifer uh, Williams is watching. She she has to deal with a bunch of little rugrats all day, as like my wife does. and So they definitely need your prayers. But uh, let's see who we got here this morning. We got uh, Miss uh, Sheila Sanders. Good morning. Amy Turner. Um, prayers for Noah this morning. It sure dropped to 45. Oh, goodness. But this is hard. We'll definitely be praying, I tell you. Diabetes, no joke. My grandfather, he had to wear um, one of those uh, pumps. He'd have to put that uh, needle in his stomach. Where else? But bad thing is about that pump he had. Um, he had his problem was uh, was high sugar, but he would uh, adjust that insulin pump so he would eat donuts or whatever. He'd dial that thing in like I would <laughs> believe, like Papa, you can't do that, you know. But I've got uh, my dad's got uh, uh, diabetes. He has to take medication for and. So we'll definitely be praying for uh, for Noah this morning. Poor guy, I hate that. I know it's a scary situation. I tell you, as a parent, I hate it when my kids are sick or anything happens. I, I, every time they get sick, or uh, I pray, God, please just give it to me. I just I'd rather take it than them. Uh, Karen Smith, good morning. Christy Lee Alice, good morning to you. Jennifer Williams, she been yippee time change Monday. <laughs> Jennifer Honeycutt, where was you at a church yesterday, Miss Young Lady? I didn't see you yesterday. I didn't get a chance to torment and aggravate you. And uh, Miss Mousy, a.k.a. Michelle Fox Harris, said good morning. We missed you yesterday, too, Miss Mousy, so I uh, hope you're doing well. Well, let's, uh, after, let's go ahead and since we, after we've done the, uh-oh, done the greeting here, let us uh, stand and let us do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. Get over here. There we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And in this house we stand for the flag and we kneel for the cross. So there you go, my friends. And, uh, oh, Jennifer says she was working. Yeah, right. Excuses, excuses, Jennifer. No, I'm teasing. I know sometimes work uh, gets in the way, and you can't help that. I don't. 
Uh, you can't help you miss church, you got to work. That's just one of those things. Now, if you're laying around the house and eating potatoes, just being lazy, that's another problem. But if you got to work, you can't help that. That's just one of, one of those things. But, uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and look at our opening, our, or our main focus of Scripture this morning is Ephesians 6.13. Therefore, put on the full armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, to stand. All right. Praise God for that wonderful reading this morning. You know, we had to put on that uh, full armor of God every day. I tell you what, I, you know, I was, kind of goes back to what I was talking about uh, last night. We was in studying First Peter, particularly First Peter 5, 8, uh, to be sober-minded, to be diligent, to... to the devil walks out like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And uh, the devil don't play fair. And uh, he does look for those weaknesses to zero in on and to try to bring us down. He wants to hurt our witness. He wants to hurt our testimony. He wants us to give up. Uh, these trials and sufferings that we may face are no fun. Uh, you know, it is um, uh, sometimes life is just not fun. You know, you, you always hear dad, uh, you want to care uh, you always hear Dad say uh, he hates that sticker, uh, life is good. Me and Brady's always threatened to put one on his car just to torment him, but we're afraid he'll kill us, so <laughs> we don't want to do that. Uh, you know, there are, God allows, I think, certain aspects of our lives to be good, but, you know, in general, life is pretty tough, pretty difficult. You all know this, you know. Uh, you all, each and every one of you that's watching this morning or listening has uh, things that you have to fight uh, and, and uh uh, weaknesses you have to work hard on we all have them you know we all have that uh, you know i'm a big superman fan you know he had kryptonite that uh from uh, pieces of his exploded planet that his parents saved him from uh was uh you know the is what would bring him down make him very weak you know when you look at uh the creators of superman uh, just a little side note here uh joe schuster and uh, jerry siegel uh they um uh actually based Superman on the story of Moses. I don't know how many people knew that or not, but uh, but that's how, what they were, because they were of Jewish descent, and that's actually what they based, uh, of course, uh, Moses didn't have superpowers, also, but the way that uh, his life was saved, uh, that's how where they got the basis of uh, of Superman. His little little uh, information, this one little trivia for you this morning. But uh, but anyway, you know, we got to uh, be ready each and every day. You know, we are in a battle, in a major battlefield. I mean, it's going to get worse before it gets better. I mean, as long as the Lord tarries and uh, as long as longer we remain on this earth, I think we're uh, geared up for emotional, spiritual, mental battle. Like I told you, uh, for those who were watching last night, I, I've been under major attack uh, the last few weeks. I mean, major attack. And it's not, I'm not alone. Uh, my dad said the same thing. Uh, I said to my buddy and uh, Chicago, we went, we graduated from Grace together uh, and, and in our graduate studies, and he said the same thing. He's been under attack big time. So I, I don't think it, we're alone in these uh, these fights and these battles at all, by no stretch of the imagination. But here's the thing, though. And, you know, if you have your Bibles handy and can, I, I really would encourage you to look up Ephesians 6. We're going to start with verse 10. And I'd like for you to follow along, and I'd like for you to highlight and underline. There's nothing wrong with marking in your Bible. Some people feel a little weird about it. Other people, they got marks all over their Bibles. There's nothing wrong with that, to make little notes, to highlight, to uh, you know, put uh, uh, comparative Scripture uh, verses beside of You know, that way you can have things to reflect and look back on. And this is one passage, I believe, you know, that we should really... Uh, take close note to uh, 
Because we look here again, uh, is uh, verse 10 says, Finally be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Hold the, on the, he tells us early, I can't read this morning. The strength of his might, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers, over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So right there we're seeing what we're fighting. We're fighting against that, that, uh, that it's not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and authorities, against cosmic power, the spiritual realms, what we're fighting. Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, that's where we're at. That's where the devil wants to get you at. Uh, you know, particularly when it comes to the affairs of the heart. I've told you that I've counseled many people uh, because Facebook uh, has invited the ability uh, for so many people to connect and it's not always a positive way. And, there's, and it's, you know, a lot of people may be lonely in their marriage. The marriage is not working out. And, and, and there's, uh, you know, they feel neglected. You know, the husband may never uh, notice the woman's uh, new hairdo or new outfit or barely compliments. Or likewise, women, uh, they may be cold towards their husband and show little to no affection, never brags on him, never shows any support, never says, I love you. And then they're on Facebook. And next thing you know, they're, you know, they're talking to some female from a past relationship, high school, or whatever. They get to talking, and that talking goes from an emotional affair to a physical affair. In fact, I was reading one article that uh, talked about uh, uh, that among the airline industry, the amount of infidelity and anything that goes mentality is unbelievable. So that uh, when they go out of town, that their inhibitions seem to... Uh, go with the way of the wind, and uh, as one pilot in particular was talking about how stewardess came in there and was talking very inappropriate and very seductively grabbed his ties said, you're going to be mine, and and because uh, so, when you're, apparently it's kind of like one of those, the mentality is, you know, what's in Vegas stays in Vegas kind of mentality, you see what I'm getting at. And uh, what they're saying is, you know, to fight against that temptation would be to talk about your wife, talk about your children, or say, when the Worcester has said, you're going to be mine, pick up the phone, and, I mean, or look at her and say, well, let me ask my wife, see if she thinks that's okay, you know. And um, so we have to avoid those temptations. It may not be that obvious of something that we have to fight against. It may be something subtle that uh, we allow to creep in our minds that we have to really fight before it blooms into full-blown sin, and uh, it's very difficult. So, with that said, in verse 14, Stand therefore, having fastened the belt of truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, when you look at that breastplate of righteousness, when you're putting on a full armor of God that's protecting the vital organs. You know, if you were in a, in a major battle, that you want to make sure, you know, the, this area would be very covered uh, so that, uh, that if they're shooting arrows or if they're, you know, you're fighting with a sword, this, this is going to be protected. That's why we that's why it's the breastplate of righteousness. Um, and as your shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given to the gospel of peace. You know, uh, that's very important to have the proper shoes uh, in battle uh, to be able to stand your ground. You know, that's one thing that brought down the southern forces in the Civil War was their lack of uh, uniforms. Uh, they were ill-equipped. Many were barefooted. Uh, frostbite, they did, they couldn't, that's, that's their, one of their biggest downfalls, and the fact that they, when they integrated the Anaconda plan, uh, which cut off supplies, that, that really, that's really what ended the war. In fact, the South, 
uh, particularly under Robert E. Lee, they were pretty victorious most of their battles, and they were advancing pretty well. But when they cut off those supplies and their, and their lack of uh, clothing to, and, and equipment to deal with the harsh winters they were fighting, uh, that's what really brought them down. But that's why it's important to have that uh, shoes for your feet, have put on the readiness, giving the gospel to peace, ready, ready for the battle, ready to fight. See, when we're starting out on Monday morning. Be ready, okay? Um, and also it says, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. So again, having that shield, you know, you, when you think of shield, a lot of times it's automatically think of Captain America and his shield, you know, which doesn't obey the laws of physics. So he throws it at... <laughs> Wherever it goes, it all comes back to him like a boomerang. But, uh, but you know, you need that shield. You know, you've got to be able to guard uh, when those fiery darts are coming. You know, you always think of uh, Braveheart. You know, how many people have seen that? You know, the the English shot those arrows, and they, you know, there they come. They had those shields, and, you know, it hit those uh, shields to protect them. Hey, that's what the devil does. He shoots those fiery darts. You've got to be ready to put that shield up. The minute you put that shield down, think you're good, that's when you're going to get it. But we see here that um, all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times of the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that the words may be given to me, and opening my mouth boldly, to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am the ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly, as I ought to speak. So my friends, remember, put on that helmet, you know, when you uh, are in a battle, you want to make sure your head's covered, you know, uh, so it's like, uh, maybe think of the movie Private Ryan, uh, you know, guys, man, they were, they storming the beach there, they, they were being picked off, like, man, it was horrible. And uh, I remember a scene where the guy, the bullet grazed his helmet. Well, he took it off to look at it. And when he did, he turned around, a bullet got him right to, between the eyes. And uh, if he had had a helmet on, it probably might have saved his life. Well, we got to make sure we're protecting our mind. We're being sober-minded. But even though we have the defensive of the armor, the helmet, the shield, we have a defensive uh, outfit on. But we also are equipped with a sword to fight. You know, we're, we're not made to just stand there and take it. We are made to fight as children of God. And, you know, I think sometimes we give up too easily to temptation. We give in too easily, uh, you know, to things that sin that we can justify. And that's when we have to be able to take that, that sword and start fighting and say, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to fall for this. I'm not going to go into this fall for this trap. I'm not going in this direction. And, um, you know, I, before I... Uh, uh, was even in the ministry, uh, I had, uh, uh, when I was working at a plasma center, I had a young lady, she tried uh, uh, everything in the world to uh, <laughs> to want me to uh, go out with her, I won't go into detail, but, uh, you know, I, I'd tell her, I told her, totally listen, I love my wife, I'm a Christian, uh, you know, that would be wrong. Who boy, did she get mad, she, I'd talk about cold and nasty and but you know i what's i don't i don't understand what's going through her mind i'm a married man you know i don't know what are you thinking you know like old dr phil says if they will cheat with you they will cheat on you but even after being in the ministry i've uh, had about two or three other uh, females that uh, were being inappropriate that i've had um, you know, i've told my wife and showed messages and such and uh because uh, i want to be open and honest with her 
And uh, if I had to explain these, you know, hey, this ain't going to happen, you know, they just know, and, and had to just cut off that communication. And uh, but now I'm fat and old, and uh, <laughs> I don't think she has to worry about that anymore. But, uh, but you know, for, you know, male or female, I think that um, those are areas the old devil wants to, to really attack, particularly when it comes to the affairs of the heart. I think that's one area we have to really be on our toes about. But, you know, we're not perfect. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously that is blatant like, hey, don't do that. But when I say we're not perfect in the fact that, uh, you know, we have to be very careful in all areas of our lives. And, you know, there may be subtle things that uh, we need to work on uh, that we oftentimes make excuses for and say, well, uh, you know, uh, I haven't done that in a long time or I haven't said that in a long time, so it's no big deal or, uh, you know, start creeping in back into an area you know that you're weak in. Uh, maybe you got a problem with alcohol. Maybe you got a problem with drugs. Maybe you got a problem with watching in, you know, inappropriate material. You know, whatever it may be, we need to avoid those pitfalls. We have to fight. We have to build on the whole armor of God and be ready for the battle. The devil will use your kids. He will use your spouse. He will use uh, your mother, father, brother, sister, cousin. He will try to use anything in his disposal to try to bring you down spiritually. And we can't allow that to happen. We've got to stand true. We have to stand strong. You know, I, when I get to heaven, you know, I don't want to be weighed and measured and found wanting. You know, uh, I want to hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. And as I was saying last night, you know, we are all in this together. You are not alone in your struggles. You're not alone in your fight. And that's one reason why, you know, church is important and is encouraged uh, to not forsake the assembling of yourselves together with like-minded believers. When you're with other people, you understand you are not alone in your fight and your struggles. And that's why you've got to, uh, uh, it's a very vital part of our spiritual journey is to be involved in the church and with other Christian brothers and sisters in Christ. And I think that's one area of uh, our technology that has hurt us uh, because it's so easy to just stay at home. And COVID hadn't helped it any either. Uh, because now people have gotten used to staying at home, you know, and now they got a built-in excuse. Well, I'm, I'm concerned about the virus. And they may be. That may be true. You may be a person who who is genuinely concerned when you get out. That's fine. I'm not making fun of you. But there are some people out there who say that. But, buddy, they got no problems of going to the bar or going to Walmart or hanging out at Lowe's. <laughs> All those places are good. But, uh, but no, we better not go to church, you know. But, uh, you know, we just be ready for to fight today, guys. It's it's not a matter of if the devil attacks today, he's going to attack. It's just, you know, we're going to have to be ready for it and uh, be prepared and be ready to fight. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't surrender, man. You've got to, you know, just like uh, Winston Churchill said, never give up. Uh, never give up keep pushing forward keep on the battle and you've got to keep growing you know you can't stay stagnant and be ready for the battle you've got to keep growing why because you look at the military they're constantly training they're constantly learning new techniques they're they're constantly being prepared so that when they face the enemy they can they have all the skills and the ability to fight likewise with christians we have to have that ability and skill to fight all right uh, the uh, the enemy. So, you know, just like any weapon, you know, you've seen enough movies and TV to know you watch them break down the weapon, put it back together again, you know, you see these people blindfold and they put the gun back together and because they know they, they're that weapon that much, that, that well. How well do you know God's Word? Are you, do you only know a few pieces of Scripture? Do you uh, only read it just when it's every now and again? Or are you fully immersed in the things of God? 
And that's what you're going to have to do to be ready to fight, is, is to absorb the things of the gospel, learn it, know it, understanding of one side to the other, uh, seeking out new information to read uh, from other uh, theologians uh, out there that uh, have expounded on God's word. I love biographies. I love biographies. I love reading things about Christian men and women, uh, how the Lord has used them in mighty, tremendous ways. Uh, one of my favorites, and that's probably because I'm a runner, or used to be, fat boy can't run no more, uh, is uh, uh, Eric Little, uh, a true, uh, pure gold, rather, and a uh, great book. I loved it. He was a missionary in China, and uh, wonderful. Well, in fact, that's where they uh, got the movie Chariots of Fire from. Yeah, very good uh, book. So, things like that, it just, it, to me, is inspiring, you know, and uh, I like to read that. So, we've got to be, be ready, guys and gals. It's a brand new day. It's another day we're going to have to face, another day we're going to have to fight and scratch and, and battle in. But keep the proper attitude. Know who goes before you, who know who goes behind you, who knows who walks beside of you, and that's God Almighty. Praise God for his strength and his mercy. And remember, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. So if God is for you, who could be against you? Let's put our, our hands in the nail-scarred hand and realize nothing can ever pull us, pull us out of his mighty, righteous right hand. And we can face the battles. Not our strength, not on our abilities, but God's strength that gets us through. And let his peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds. Let us pray. Heavenly Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for another day. Lord, help us to put on that full armor of God. Lord, help us be, be prepared for today's battles. Help us, Lord Jesus, to serve you well. Help us to have the mind of Christ. Let us continually grow and be strengthened. And Lord, uh, help us to be victorious in our trials and tribulations. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I, as I pray every morning. I do pray for our president and vice president and cabinet members and the Senate and Congress people. Uh, you know, Lord, please touch their hearts and minds. Lord Jesus, please let them come to know you and change their ways. Be with the people of this nation. Uh, this nation has, has so gone so far away from you, Lord. Let them turn back to you before it's too late. And Lord, I want to lift up uh, Amy's son, Noah, who's dealing with uh, sugar issues this morning. And uh, Lord, help this young man and, and give uh, him strength. And Lord, be with Amy as a parent. I know how scary it can be when these things happen. Give her peace uh, with this situation. Bring healing on Noah. Strengthen him and encourage him. Let him have a good day today. Get his sugar back to where it needs to be. And uh, Lord, I do pray for our sister in Christ, uh, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Ginger and Troy Hood. Pray with Linda David Feathers, Jane Kitchings, Larry and Dinah Knight. Lord, I do pray uh, for Fran Pear, who fell yesterday, and I just pray that you'll bring healing upon her. And, uh, Lord, I just pray that uh, you be with Brother Ron Thompson, to you bring healing upon him and encouragement. And, uh, Lord, so many others that uh, I have not mentioned this morning. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Joe Harwood, uh, Kelly Poor's uh, father, and be with her and her family. And, Lord, uh, all the prayer requests, concerns, mentioned and unmentioned, are the hearts, minds, and needs, and your will be done in every and all situations. And, Lord, be with us this day. Lead God and protect us till we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 
I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. It's always an honor and a pleasure to get to do these morning devotionals. Uh, I know I sound like a broken record, but just in case there's somebody watching that doesn't know, uh, if you want to watch these devotions uh, outside of Facebook or if you have somebody that might like to watch them or, or watch our live services, you can watch live on flbconline.com. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on apple itunes free at charge but it is audio only list all these devotions as you're going out and about your day well my friends hope everybody has a blessed day a wonderful day a fantabulous day and remember say with me live each day as if it were your last why because one day it's going to be thanks for watching god bless